Welcome to the Before Midnight podcast coming to you from the N Plus One studios overlooking beautiful downtown Frankfurt. In this podcast, we explore the world of age group triathletes. We'll be looking at the real world challenges of being an amateur multi-sport athlete. I'm your host, Linda Word, along with my co-host, Brian Schenkenfelder. Brian, long time no see. Well, I've seen you, but we haven't been sitting here for a couple of weeks. It's been a yeah. It's been it's been painful to be honest. We've yeah, been, well, I've been wanting to do a podcast. You couldn't make two weeks ago, right? And then I, I usually try to record sometime that week, and immediately after you couldn't make it that Tuesday, I got sick. It was out Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and nobody wanted to hear you going. <coughs> well, I just was. I, I didn't feel well. I was I was really under the weather. That was fun. I, I couldn't get one done that one. And then the week after that, you couldn't make it again. Why no. No, that no. week after that. That wasn't yes, me on that no, one. That was my son broke his elbow playing yes. soccer. Poor guy. Yeah, good fun. Good fun. Yeah. We, yeah. That was crazy because we went to practice mm-hmm. at 5. We left at 5.30. Practice was from 6 to 7.30. Okay. At about 7.25, they're playing just some 5v5 things. Just the two teams were they're just playing against each other. Alex got a breakaway and was going in to score. And I'm not really sure what happened. I I think one of his teammates was trying to come up and, and make a stop and they he clipped his back feet. Okay. He went flying, landed pretty hard. Uh, he was on the ground for a little bit. I thought he because I was another kind of I was probably 40, 50 yards away from him. I was talking to some other parents. Mm-hmm. I thought he'd hit the the side of the goal or something and just kind of took a stinger or something like okay. that from that. Because I couldn't tell from my angle. So he was that close to the goal. I didn't realize he was that close. Oh, yeah. Okay. He was right there. Okay. My wife, sh- it's select soccer, and you're not supposed to go out there. Right. You're supposed to leave it up to the coaches. <laughs> it's leaving Got it up it. to the coaches and things of that nature. Gotcha. She's kind of like just kind of like wandering a little bit closer, and then the kids start doing this, ooh, and oh. then my wife starts coming over, and then my wife's like starts waving at me hurriedly. I end up running over there, and it was it was rough because you could see this little thing kind of sticking up from his shoulder blade, <clears throat> right in his I mean, his elbow area right here. We thought that he probably just had dislocated it, and that was what was kind of sticking up. Yeah, because it had just popped out of the. Right, because he's kind of double-jointed on his elbows, He has some double-jointed there, right. Yeah. That's what we thought it was. Yeah. No one was really wanting to pop it back in. Yeah. <laughs> we had a, a, there's a nurse there who kind of, she had some bandages and stuff. We had, I guess you gave him an orange towel a while, or an orange I gave him an orange blanket like two years ago for his birthday. Yes, that was in the back of the van. We brought that out. We wrapped her bandages around his blanket in the arm, just... To we kind of, kind of stabilize it. Right. At this point, it had started to swell up. You could no longer see, like, because the bone thing, that kind of, like, there's a reason. covered by swelling. There's a reason I'm not a doctor. <laughs> that is not my thing, like cutting people and all that blood. No. Those are just not my thing. Things sticking out where they're not supposed to be, yeah. <clears throat> no, I, like I said, that's the reason I'm not a doctor. If I had been a doctor, I'd have been, like, a radiologist where I just, like, read x-rays and not, like, actually seen stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it swollen up, so you re- it really just kind of looked like nothing. Swollen up. His arm was yeah. His arm was kind yeah. of in a wonky spot. We get him loaded into the the van, and the nurse was like, "You need you really should take him to UK, okay? Because they've got a pediatric center there." Well, Jenny had been on the phone with 
her mother-in-law, my her dad's wife. Her stepmom. Stepmom. She told him just. She told him to go just to the ER in Frankfurt. Okay. The nurse was like, "Really, you don't want to go there? You really want to go to the pediatric center in Lexington? You know, you should probably try to convince your wife of that." I'm like, "I'm, I'm not going to get into that battle. We're, yeah. we're, <laughs> we're just going to go to the Frankfurt ER. We get there. This is on a Monday night. Monday night. I guess we get there about eight fifteen ish because it took us about a half hour to get there. It took right. about fifteen or so minutes. Seven forty five. We get them loaded up. So eight fifteen we get there and there's probably ten people in there, and you're like, oh, and like the the stepmom was like, you, you, he's young, he should be like at the front of the triage of all of this because he's young. Because he's a kid. Because yeah. he's a kid. Well, that's not the way it worked. No. We, we had to wait through like three he or four people, have been, been no. calling back, <clears throat> and he's just sitting there, oh, he's just in pain, and he's like, oh, yeah. when are we going to be called? We should be next. Blah blah blah. I thought we were. You know, <laughs> An hour later, we get back into a room, and they uh, they give him some, I guess, painkiller, whatever liquid form. So okay. I don't know. I was, probably wasn't very strong. And he's like in pain, and he has to go to the bathroom. And we're like, oh my god, so we have to take him to the bathroom. <laughs> Do number two. That was fun. Oh no. <laughs> um, which was probably good as into what ended up happening. Then we come back, and the X-ray. They have a rolling X-ray. Okay. They bring the X-ray machine in. And the lady who's running is like, yeah, I'm not going to be your friend, is what she says to my son. And then immediately starts to, like, move his ankle around. I'm like, oh. My son's in a tremendous <clears throat> amount of pain as she takes x-rays. I'm just, like, sitting there thinking to myself, can I just help you? Like, you know, I know you got to get this board. You're going to get the board behind it. You're going to get an x-ray. Right. Let me help you kind of position this in a way that we're not, like, moving his arm around. Yeah. Gets x-rays. At this point, she warned you. <laughs> yeah, no, she she did what she said she was going to do, which was not be your friend. But, but yeah. <laughs> at the same time, it's like, come on, he's ten. He's obviously in pain. Yeah. Let's try to be as gentle as we can. And utilize the parents that are there that can yeah, help. That, that, you know, it's her, or someone else. But hey, let us help with this if we can. We can hold yeah. the board or something. I don't really care. Yeah. Find <laughs> out it's broken. Yay. And they were like, okay, well, you're going up to Norton's child care, the Norton's Children's Hospital, because, yeah, we can't do anything. Okay. See ya. They're like, do you need an ambulance? It's like, eh, probably not. He'd probably be more comfortable riding with us in a van, internet, <laughs> tablet, things for him to. It's not like he's hooked up to IVs and At this point, no. Yeah. But they were going to take him because he was under yeah. their care. And we're like, no, we, we can go ahead and we'll just go ahead and take him. We have the admissions people come through and we have to fill it. So it's like an another hour. We're, we're there two hours in the ER. We get loaded up in the van. And, and our mistake was not swinging by the house for 10 or 15 minutes and just picking up some basic stuff. stuff. Instead, we just truck it on. Well, into, you're not thinking that way. Well, I thought about it. I was like, should we stop by the house? I'm like, well, no, we should probably just go on up. Yeah. Because they're waiting for us. So they said they're waiting for us up there. Okay. I'm like, okay, well, we probably shouldn't dawdle. Let's just go ahead and go on up there. And it's a good 45-minute drive yeah. to downtown Louisville to the Norton's Children's Hospital. And, well, the, the downside to Norton's Children's Hospital is they don't, they're like, go to the emergency room. But there's no clear entrance for oh. the emergency room. After we circle the block like three times... <laughs> 
We go into their parking garage, and there's an entrance Let's there the parking garage. Let's add a little more garage. stress to the whole situation. We can't to get figure it out. into the dang place. Well, there's like the ambulance entrance. Like, yeah. well, that's probably not it. But I was going to like see if I could walk in there and go, hey, where's the entrance Where do at I some go? point? Yeah. Well, my wife had driven around a couple of times. We, we end up going into the parking garage, and there's an entrance there. There's like a pickup and drop off okay. right there in the parking garage. We go in there. That's the entrance. He goes, it's like down a level. It's the entrance there. I, I end up parking the car. Can't find them. And I'm like, why didn't my wife text me? <laughs> and then I've like finally found them. Uh, I talked to the security guard. He's like, oh, it's downstairs, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why didn't you text me? And I was like, well, it turns out my phone, because it was like midnight at this point, goes oh, into like sleep not disturb. mode. Just don't have stomach because <laughs> it's sleep time. See, I have that too, but I have like my favorites. Like my family can get to me at any time. It will still ring or text. Well, I was just, it just goes into sleep mode at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. I'm yeah. usually going to bed about, it's mostly just to remind me to go to bed too. <laughs> That's why I didn't get the text. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Why did you take? We oh, find whoopsie. it, and we're—it's about midnight. We're there, probably a good forty-five minutes to another hour, just waiting there. They uh, take us back to this closet <laughs> with a bed. <laughs> it was a tiny room. But that's okay. We could sit yeah. down. There was enough room to sit down. There was a bed. They had a TV up there that was queued up to watch movies. They had like a list of maybe twenty movies. They had a list of about twenty movies to watch kids movies and stuff so we queue Thank up goodness. a movie <laughs> i was gonna say you go in there and it's like r-rated stuff oh no <laughs> we, we, it's the children's hospital so it's oh always that's be right kids that's stuff. right that's right you're in children's hospital okay yeah we make good. it Whew. we make it almost through the movie and they're like well we need to get another x-ray the x-ray they had was blurry wasn't very good okay like okay they wheel us out we go x-ray they're much nicer this time because they're a children's they, hospital. They're a children's hospital, yeah. <laughs> and they, we kind of work on getting them set up and get the picture, and then they come back, and they're like another hour later because it takes a while to read the extra. Right. And the pediatrician's got to see it and right. all this fun stuff. And they, and they come back another it's second one movie. In the morning. We're, we're through our second movie now by the time they come back. We're almost through our second movie. <laughs> it was like Despicable Me 3 or something. We're, we've almost finished that one now. And he's like, well, we're going to have to do a surgery on this. It's a bad break. Oof. It basically, the cap of the bone, because the bone goes in, and then it kind of comes out where a cap for it connects. Right. Well, part of that cap broke off Ooh. and was free-floating. Oh. And that was the part that was kind of sticking up that oh. we saw. <laughs> oh, my God. And they're going to have to do surgery. They're going to have to... Soccer's not supposed to be a contact sport. They're going to have to <laughs> screw it in. Well, the funny thing was... They say they get more injuries there for soccer than any other sport. I guess because a lot of kids play soccer. Yes, they just—it's it, a sport that has a lot of contact and people falling down, and so they get a lot of injuries of that sort. They don't get a lot of the really catastrophic injuries that football right. get. That's the big they kind of difference between kind of things, or like the just the knee blown out because somebody right. hit you hard right in the knee. You just don't yeah. have that much in soccer, but you get the falls, broken bones type stuff from, gotcha. from soccer falls and stuff like that. <laughs> Which was an interesting side note. I didn't really realize that. Makes just sense. A little FYI that kind of was thrown out there. It was bad break. They're going to have to do surgery. Uh, they talked to the surgeon. He's in, I forgot what it was, some type of thing in the morning. And they had it scheduled for 
12 the next day, 11.55 the next day. Mm-hmm. So you're spending the night. <laughs> then Can they have to get an IV in him. And that was interesting because the, the I guess the first nurse comes in. It's like, we got this little thing, it goes poof, and we, we get it in there. Poof, it poof. doesn't go in. <laughs> Round two, poof, doesn't go in. Okay, I'm going to get another nurse. <laughs> and each one of these, my son's like, ah, he doesn't like the needle. It hurts. Oh, no. third, third nurse comes in. There's no poop. She just takes a needle, <laughs> finds the artery, and gets it in there. Hurts like heck. We get the IV set up, ship us up to our room. It's five in the morning by the time we get oh to the room. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> they shoot him up with morphine. It's crazy. So he's feeling good and knocks out. We get to bed. I think I fall asleep about 6 in the morning. Because I remember getting in the room early, and I was texting one of my swimmers, hey, I'm right. not going to make practice. <laughs> well, I'm out for practice this morning. I was at the pool and knew all this because Jenny had texted me through a lot of this. And so I was like, uh, Brian's not going to be here today, <laughs> just so you know. And Mimi was like, yeah, I got the text. <clears throat> I finally go to bed about 6, wake up about 9. Alex sleeps for a little bit longer than that. And we're up about 11. 11.50 comes by, and we don't hear anything. <laughs> about 1 or so, one thirty, they come by and like, okay, we're ready for pre <laughs> What happened to 11.55? No idea. He goes in for surgery about 3, I think. Oh or comes out about 3.34. He sleeps for another couple hours and then wakes up. and He's feeling pretty good at this point. We, we walk around the floor a little bit. And then the guy comes in and he's like, well, y'all can stay, you can leave, whatever y'all want to do. At like 9, 10 o'clock at night. We're like, well, what do you want to do, Alex? He's like, well, I don't know. I'll go home, I guess. <laughs> we pack up. And the nurses that were there the night before, they were going to sign his cast. And he's kind of like bummed because they haven't come by to sign his cast. Uh, we had a different nurse the second night. Yeah. Well, apparently, I guess she had gone and talked to the nurses like, hey, I don't have any body. You know, they're going home. My, my one patient's going home. I don't have anybody. I just need help. And they're like, what do you mean you're, you know, they're like, oh, wait, wait a minute. So they come over to Aww. see if we had left yet. We hadn't left yet. We were within about five or ten minutes of leaving. And they signed his cast, and Aww. he was really happy about that. Good. <laughs> and then we get home at midnight that night. You know, leave for soccer at 5.30, get home midnight the next night. Hey, good fun. Two nights later. Yeah. Because it happened on Monday. Yeah. You didn't get home until cool. Wednesday. Wednesday morning. At Wednesday morning. Just after midnight. Oh my gosh. But he was at school yesterday and today? On Monday, yeah. He's feeling pretty good. I, I At this point, I assume the bone's probably set and it just, yeah. just needs to strengthen. Yeah. It should happen over the now next Now he's got to have weeks. the pins taken out, right? Pins will have to be yeah, taken out in about six months, I think is what they said. Okay. They were in for six months. Wow. I would have figured through. Well, I don't know. I guess I would have figured three. Now, because as, as fast as he's growing, how many times are they going to have to change that cast? I have no idea. He goes, they go in for a checkup after in three more weeks. Okay. So about the four week point. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if they, if his cast was taken off at that point. Yeah. I mean, he may have to wear one for another week or two after that. I can't imagine it's going to be much more than four or five weeks. It's a kid. Yeah. He'll heal pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, he true. probably won't be playing goalie the rest of the season, but I'm hoping no. I can get him back out in the soccer pitch in three or four more weeks. Wow. At least playing. Again, it's not a contact sport for the most part, as long as you don't fall down. As long as you don't fall down. <laughs> That's the key right there. Yeah. Wow. So two weeks in a row without 
the ability to do a podcast. Sorry about that. That's the first time we've missed that much in a long yeah. time. Because usually I'll do a, a solo one, but yeah. I, I couldn't do it this time. I mean, he was around. It just was all drugged up and sitting about two feet from here. Made yeah. it hard to do a podcast. Well, that's okay. And I, you know, don't know how to operate any of this equipment. So. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's usually me. <laughs> that would be disastrous. Which is why I usually roll solo. I'd be on my cell phone. <laughs> I might be able to do might be able to do it on the computer. We can do it as a TikTok instead of a YouTube. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Too funny. Wow. Mm. So that's an exhausting couple of weeks. Well, I'm glad yeah, you fun. are feeling better. Yeah. Because I had that same cold actually probably at the same time you did. Yeah, you gave it to me probably. I did not. <laughs> oh my God! I showed up into the pool and said, "Oh, you're sick too." I had not seen you. You you got it from. It had All to have come from own. the school. Had to have come from the school. Oh, well, I'm sure it did. I think Alex had it, too. Probably. <sighs> exciting, exciting. Oh, yeah, good times. Well, speaking of injuries, I guess. So I haven't run since January because of my knee, and I got to go to... I did five weeks of PT, and it didn't do anything at all. And I told the guys, love you to pieces, but it's much cheaper for me to buy you a beer than it is for me to come see you here. <clears throat> so I stopped doing PT and got a referral to an orthopedist. And the guy's got a PhD, you know, he's got a doctorate. He's a doctor. And then he went back and got a PhD in knees. So I'm like, seems like the guy that I want to go see. Yeah, that was kind of the pediatricians with Alex. He's like, yeah, we do these type of surgeries all the time. That's, you want to be here. Yeah, yeah, you like, guys okay. actually <laughs> ended up in the right place. Yeah, it was probably better than UK. Than going to UK. It now, I did UK because that's where this guy was. Right. Um, and actually, it was they were pretty efficient. I mean, I got in my appointment was at 8.40. I got there about 8.30. They had me back to x-ray right away. Um, my doctor was delayed. But anyway, um, the diagnosis, I may have a slightly torn meniscus, but it's arthritis for the most part. Eek. There's not much you can do about that. Not much I can do about that. Cortisone so, shots, man, every six months. For yeah. The rest of your life. <laughs> so they got me. They gave me a steroid pack. I'll start that tomorrow. Um, I've already warned my coworkers if I'm, you know, just to tell me to go back to my desk if I, because steroids can sometimes make people a little loopy and um, anxious. Or, I don't know. I've been. I've had to do prednisone before long term, um, and it. I was a hot mess. That stuff. It was horrible, but luckily this is only a week, so we'll see if that helps. I can still bike, I can still swim, I can do things that don't hurt, so that means I still can't do stairs and I still can't run. Yeah, because the the running just is going to inflame it quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's really the problem is inflammation. So right now I'm dealing with the idea that I might not ever be able to run again, and that's, you know. Aqua bike for you. Boston runner shirt. I'm wearing run the bluegrass jacket. Yeah. Aqua bike for you. I don't swim that well. (laughs) Well, you have more time to practice swimming. (laughs) We don't have a pool in Frankfurt. Just a little reminder. Uh, Yeah, so I'll be doing a lot of trips to Shelbyville (laughs) or to just swim more um yeah i i it is, this is all going to be a really uh it'll be interesting i mean because i mean all day today all i've been thinking about it, and it just kind of keeps them coming up yeah. it's like well that means i'll never go to nationals again that means i'm never going to do this that you know that was my last marathon that was my last half and it's they have definitely nationals for aqua bike. okay well 
No, it's horrible. <laughs> it's still, you know, I mean, if all of a sudden they say, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't bike ever again. You wouldn't care if you couldn't run. You know, you wouldn't care if you couldn't run again. That wouldn't bother you a bit. You become a teacher. It's the uh, George Bernard Shaw quote: "Those who can do, those who can't teach." (laughs) So you just have to teach running because you can't. Well, you know, I'm a coach, so (laughs) luckily the doctor was a cyclist, so he was like, "Oh yeah." And I mean, I'm all scraped up from the mountain bike wreck I had back in mid March, so he was like, "Well, you don't have to stop doing that because it doesn't look like you're going to stop anyway." I'm like. Good deal. Well, <laughs> Smart you know, man. Worst case is you could take up swimming and just be a swimmer. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to have to bike, too. I mean, it's just... And, and yeah, I biked last night with the BCC group. Um, we kind of combined the B group and the BC group because it was cold and there weren't that many people there. We It was 47 last night. Man, best investment I ever made was the, uh, I spent $150 on a pair of Gore-Tex bibs. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. I was not cold last night at all. Um, now I need to do something about getting some better covers for my shoes or something because my, toe, my toes get a little cold. My face yeah, got cold. That's, that's always the, the biggest problem with riding in the winter is your feet. I, I can't ride more than an hour without my feet getting cold. Yeah. We rode, we like rode about an hour. We rode almost 20 miles. Um, it got cold. We had to stop. Uh, somebody had a mechanical issue, so we had to stop for a few minutes. And I was like, "Okay, that sounds brutal." We got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just like go up and down the road while you all are working on this guy's bike? Because yeah, I got to go. This Ouch. is cold. Yeah. So you know, I mean, it, it. It luckily, I mean, it's nice to know I can, I can do whatever I can tolerate, and I'm not going to do any more damage to it. Is what it seems to be the. Well, if, it, if it's truly arthritis, then there's really not much you can do except yeah. whatever is comfortable. Yeah. Outside of like yeah, cortisone shots and steroids and things of that nature. To I mean, they're going to have to do something because I can't even walk up a flight of stairs. I can't walk down a flight of stairs. That's kind of a part of life is having <laughs> stairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An elevator person. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, the building that I work in uh, doesn't have... You've got the ramp. I'll have to park park at the other building, walk across the parking lot. And which I did when this first happened. Right. Trying to not aggravate it and see if it would get better. I did that for like two, three weeks. So, you know. We do have a handicap spot at the school now, so I'll just have to get me a little thingy for my car so nobody yells at me for parking in the handicap spot. Oh, my God. Ugh. This is awful. The joys of getting older, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so you guys get to watch me deal with uh, the loss and the grief. I'm, I'm, I'm still in the denial process. The denial you know, is we'll, always good. We'll, the, the grieving will start here shortly. So I need Next to pull week. up the seven steps of... Yeah. I'm go- I, and I, I <laughs> what will, phase are we in? I will go through track? it. You know, I'm, in, I'm in denial right now. Number one, denial. Oh. I'll get angry. It's not just a river in Egypt. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> So next week I do go for the MRI, and we'll that will uh, give so, us some more yeah. information. That's just keep getting information on it. Yeah. After that, we'll see what what they say I can do. So it's like, well, you know, I'm kind of, this is not right at all, and it's not normal, but I'm like, I wonder if I destroy it completely, if they'll just replace it, and then I can go. I don't know if you could do it, if a knee replacement would allow you to run again or not. I don't know. You could just, like, have the leg chopped off and get one of those little, like, yeah. fake things and... Then you don't have to worry about your knee anymore. Really springy. One of those blades, yeah. yeah. Get off kilter, though. I've watched people that are well, only have one. Well, you could lose one. both legs and have <laughs> a double blade. Yeah. 
just be double bladed like that. And yeah, that would be a. Then no. you, then you <laughs> get into the, <laughs> the different Olympics. Or <laughs> no, I'd rather avoid that. But uh, yeah, I feel. I mean, I've, I'm glad that technology is there for people that need it. That's for sure. But um, I'd rather not have to go that route. So, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what else you can do with knees. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, you see advertisements. Well, we can inject the squishy stuff, and I don't know. Um, but here's hoping that technology will uh, solve some things for me. Yeah. I don't know. I'll be an experiment if I if it makes things better. They can try it on me. I don't care. I'm game. <laughs> <laughs> Experimental technologies. Yes. Bring them on. Bring them on. I like it. I like it. And so you wanted to do a podcast on uh, gait analysis sometime, so uh, I'm going to cry we'll through that, that one. Yeah, That's I'll fine. just get to cry through that one. Or well, well, we can look at old films of why Linda and it developed arthritis because she's go. bold legged and. Well, I was watching you run, and you have a tendency to arch your back. One of your problems, but that's okay. I do a lot of things. <laughs> Not perfect, but unfortunately, I mean, if when you don't have absolutely perfect form things like arthritis is going to happen yes yeah no we, we'll talk about gait analysis next week when we don't have all this catching up we have to do of all the, <laughs> Two weeks the craziness of, of the previous week what happened in our lives but I, I did want to mention a little bit about from a swimming standpoint one of the things I always talk about is the off season what can you do mm-hmm. well, one of the things that we did in the last week in Shelbyville was host a swim meet oh yeah first ever swim meet and yeah I'm not sure I like swim meets anymore <laughs> Now, why was that, Brian? I was only there for the morning, and I volunteered because, you know, I got a tattoo with my Boston qualifying time and couldn't swim. Okay. Just in time for me to be told I can't run again. Anyway, so I volunteered, and... It was it was a good meet. It was a successful meet. It was good to... It's just good to have something different like that, like a competition yeah. like that. The problem is, is that I don't know if I can do well in an environment where I just get absolutely annihilated in every event hey i saw you in backstroke but that was not just your age group i guess no but in my age group there's one other person in my age group was he in that heat no he was in the fast heat Uh, because he crushed me by like 40 seconds gotcha like the 100 free i did a 108 which is a new personal best for me that was pretty strong yeah we were the only age group that had five people in it no other age group had more than two in the 100 free. <laughs> and I finished fifth. I was six seconds behind the next fastest wow. person. The guy who won was 54. Holy cow. Yeah. I can barely like, do a 50. So like 54. 14 seconds off the winner in that, wow. in the 100 free. And then we get to the final event, which was the 400 IM. Right. 400 IM. I did a Maybe six. that is the final event? Well, the 500 free was the final event. Okay. It was the one was right say. before that. It was one of the lighter ones so people could go ahead and leave. They did okay. the relays and stuff and did the 400 IM and 500 free because it was kind of... Because some people could... But they're yeah. long events. They take a while to run. Just people can go ahead and uh, I, I can. I was doing the numbers for the miles. Yeah. <laughs> I took a while. So... We got the 400 IM. I did a like a 633, which was solid. Yeah. that was. I think that might have been one of my better times for the 400 IM I've ever done. And to kind of put that in context, that type of swim time, I, I was looking, they, they did the triathlon that Sunday. Yeah, that's right. And I was like, okay, well, what are the times in that triathlon? And I went through the times in the triathlon, and my IM 
would have finished, I think, seventh fastest swim at that triathlon. They had wow. 90 people in it. Wow. There were, again, one other person in my age group. He beat me by two minutes and four seconds. He did a four minute? 420. 420. 400 IM. Yeah. How many strokes, like a butterfly, across the pool? What? Four? I have no idea. I was swimming. He was done, but <laughs> I had another 50 of breaststroke. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> I don't like it when people like that show up to our swim meets. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, this is the reality of I had five or six people in my age group there a number of them did events i was in and they absolutely smoked me in every event i I wasn't even competitive like two minutes behind in a 400 im that is that's like it's ncaa tournament time basketball that's like a basketball team losing like 90 to 10 yeah i mean that's that type of drubbing in basketball that's the equivalent of a two minute difference in time there i I don't well i mean normally there's different you wouldn't be right up against that person swimming in at the same time because you would have different heats that are by the yeah, but, but even so, so it doesn't really matter it still shows up in the results well it shows way. up in the results but when that's other people are watching not everybody that's watching i'm not going to go look at the results i'm just gonna you know i'm just gonna watch the heats but it's it's tough to it's tough to race and not be competitive yeah and like not even being in the same zip code I mean, six seconds in the... It's like 102. There's two that got like 102. Okay. I mean, for 108 to 102, that's six seconds. Yeah. That would... I don't know if I could ever get that fast. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I could get close to that. Just get in there. The non-free, no. There's just no way. Yeah. It's not a lot of fun to just go and get absolutely drubbed. No. At swim meets. Yeah. That That's a bit of a problem for me. <laughs> Because from a triathlon standpoint, again, if I had swam a 6.30, I would have been one of the faster swimmers yeah. in that race. Yeah, that's triathlon. You know, I, and I even looked at the race, and it was like like my age group, the 50 to 50 in, in that race. It was the next day, which would have been a better They did do it backwards because it was they so cold. backwards, which was going to make the swim slower. I yeah. get that. But the runs in my age group, 27, 25, 27, 31, 30. Yeah. For a 5K? Yeah, for the 5K. In your age group? In my age group. The bike, the what fastest. What was the fastest run? Uh, 25, 39. Really? Wow. The fastest bike was 36, 12, which was like a 19.9 average. Okay. A race that slow, I would have been 21, even without training, 22. I would have crushed that. Yeah. And the fastest swim in my age group was 736. Wow. And it was a 400? Yeah. I swam a minute faster than the, fa- the slowest, fastest person in my age group. Wow. So stick with triathlon is what you're telling me. And stay away from swim meets? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think what happens, well, swim meets, I think swim meets are good for people to kind of do just to test. You have to realize that when you go to a swim meet, and this is much more true, I think, for the guys and the women. The women I don't generally don't have this type of speed. And that bears out in national cuts. The national yeah. cuts for men are just ridiculously faster than women. Uh, well, are they I'm not really sure out, why. Though? I'm, I'm, it, I guess women just don't swim as seriously at older ages, as in a big as big in numbers. I don't know. Well, I'm just wondering. There's such a gap between you, who are you know, who's an excellent swimmer, compared to these other guys. Does the same thing happen in the women? I mean, I, I know that I would be just because like. I know 
well, there's a couple swimmers on our team that are women that are that are fairly fast that are mm-hmm. faster faster than me, and they're competitive in their age groups if not if they don't win their age group. Okay. Which that's just the difference between the the sexes for whatever reason. For whatever in reason re- in swimming. And you have to be able to realize that when you go to a swim meet that you're only going up against the elite swimmers. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of where triathlon gets a lot of average people in it. Yeah. Swimming doesn't. Swim meets don't. There's a few, you know, you'll have the few. You have a handful. But handful it generally really is not a lot of triathlete, but yeah. yeah. And they dominate, the and I get yeah. crushed by them almost as badly as I get crushed in this. Well, not quite as bad as that 400 IM. That was, that was ludicrous. Two minutes. Oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't even know how to just – that is like losing a basketball game 90 to 10. I mean, that's, that is about what type of beating that is. <laughs> you know, and that's the problem. You go to a swim meet, it's like you're going – you're swimming against yourself. I, I get that. You can't control who shows up. Right. But the reality of it is, is the people who show up tend to be really, really fast, especially on the guy side. I'm not well, and, uh, you know, it's frustrating. Obviously, you've got you know, you've got a competitive age group. It's like the people that swim in college that kept up with it. Yes. You know, because I mean, I look at some of the guys that we've got on the team that come occasionally that swim in college, and I mean, they're if they keep going, I mean, they're going to stay. They're competitive. still pretty good swimmers. Yes. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. It. You don't have that background. And it's tough because I, it's like if I were going to a volleyball or basketball tournament and you just got stomped every game you played, it stops being fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Swim meets stop being fun because I so just So that's get why you coach. Stomped. You teach other people. Yeah. And it's always great when the coach gets stomped too because it's like, well, what do you know about swimming? You're getting stomped. <laughs> that's why you don't, <laughs> that's why a lot of people don't compete. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was tough. Like I said, you can't control who shows up. Yeah. The, the downside to swim meets are the people who tend to show up tend to be fast. There's not a lot of slow people who go to swim meets. Yeah. It is an interesting experience. It is kind of fun to do something different. It's kind of fun to do the racing side of it. It's a lot different than triathlon. In the Did you do any of the relays? No, because the relays were assigned by whoever put the meet together. Oh, we that's weren't doing it right. by clubs. It was since it was a sky meet, everybody was part of sky. Okay. They just randomly put people. randomly put people together. So I didn't make either relay. Okay. Which is kind of because like one of our. I mean, I was because there were so many re- people in my age group that <laughs> yeah, I got stuck. On the I mean, I was watching mixed. some of the relays, and it was like we had three swimmers on one team, and some guy I didn't know was on that same team. Right. Um, we had a couple swimmers that have never done a meet before that um, they were so nervous. It was so funny. Both of them, both of the women. And uh, they did both, ended up doing fairly well. Well, they were trying to group it by age group. Oh, uh, okay. And because there were so many guys in my age group, I was the slow one. <laughs> I got booted out. Wow. So I didn't even get to do a relay. Because, yeah, I was so bad at swimming. <laughs> At least I didn't make either relay. Which is funny. Is ha- I mean, it, it just it, it amazes me. I mean, because you. Well, yeah, it, like I mean, triathlon. You, you, you I'm, lap me. That's in, for dang well, in sure. triathlon, I'm in the top 20, 30 percent of swimmers usually. I yeah. Even the top half in in, in a good race. Yeah. But, but in it's just swimming. I, I'm not even competitive. Is it this area? I mean. Possibly, I or it just might be the fluke of my age group. Yeah. But it seems like a lot of the guys' sides are just. A lot faster on average. Be interesting to see like other areas of the country, or just you know. I know like Indiana is a lot faster than Kentucky. Okay. 
but they have much bigger swimming programs in Indiana. Yeah. And, like, every Don't, high school there like, has a pool. Yeah, I thought everybody, like, has to learn how to swim in Indiana. <laughs> Possibly. But I know every I high school. I think it's, like, part of PE. But every high school has a pool, which yeah. makes it easy to have swim teams. Yeah. So you get a lot of people that get to. But you get enough people swimming, you're going to find some people who can swim well. That would be an awesome thing to have here. And we don't even have one in our town. <laughs> we don't even have a whole pool in town. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. That just becomes something that, to keep in mind. that If, if you are going to go to a swim meet, you got to keep in mind that even if you're a pretty good triathlete swimmer, you may get absolutely bombed. <laughs> I, I still recommend it. You yeah. may have more fun than I do, Adam, <laughs> in general. I know everybody that went had a lot of fun. They are fun. It, it is kind of neat to get up there and, and compete in, in a really short distance. Because like 100 free, it, you, you don't have any triathlons that are that short. No. No. So any of you know, 50s, 100s, 200s, these short events are, are kind of fun to just go out right. and, and bomb them and see what you can do yeah. and see if you can improve from season to season. Yeah. It's, it's a just, chance to just yeah, kind of yeah. test yourself. It allows you to... But you got to take the competition with a grain of salt right. because it's going to It's, it's going to be brutal. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get squished. Like I said, yeah. I think the swimming like that is great for the off-season. Even if you focus on just sprinting for a couple months out of the year in the mm-hmm. off-season, it changes up your swimming. Yeah. You're going to be better for it. Even if you don't go to the meet. You're still yep. better for it if you train like you're going to. Just something to keep in mind as we come. Because we're, we're starting to move out of the off-season and triathlon. Mm-hmm. We're starting to move into the season. Yep. Just something to kind of keep in mind is when you go into next season, off-season and such. Look for a swim meet. Look Join a swim. master's Join team. Join a master's team. Look for a swim It's a lot of fun. Just go to one for once. It's different. It's a different experience. It is. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, though. I kept on going back. I'm not sure why. But, yeah. you know, three years later, four years later, I don't know. I guess it's been three or four years. It's been a few years. We haven't had a meet yeah. since a couple of years, though. Yeah, that's true. This is the first meet we've had in three years, two years, two, two and a half. 2019 would have been the, the last Yeah, 2019 well, was the last did we meet do, I did. Yeah, because we didn't do one in 2020. No, there's no meet in so. 21, and so this is the first meet in three years. Yep. Good times. All righty. On that note, stay healthy, stay safe, don't fall down. <laughs> don't break elbows. Don't. Avoid hospitals. Especially those, those elbow breaks that are less than 1% of all elbow breaks. That's yeah, the one he no got. more elbow breaks. Yeah, your wife he sent me like the one. text of the of exactly what it was, and I was like, I, 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 the, I can't even read that. Yeah, we're, we're just so fortunate here to get the, the, the random breaks like that. Maybe next week I'll tell you about the random dude who walked up to our house. Let's not even go there. <laughs> Y'all stay safe, stay healthy. We'll talk to you next week. If you like us on iTunes, give us five stars. Five stars. Subscribe. Hit the like button if you enjoyed this podcast. If you want to see more content, hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell if you want to be notified when we upload. And we're uploading. We were uploading weekly until the last couple of weeks. Sorry about that. We're, we tend to upload at least weekly the podcast. And hopefully, again, as we warm up, we, we can get some other content up there as well. Very good. See you next week.